COVID. 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 That's all we have heard for the last year and a half, and it's what we continue to hear every single day. The pandemic has reshaped the world and irreversibly changed the lives of each of us. This year, classes are back in person. Things are finally transitioning back to what we used to deem as normal, or to some sort of new normal. The pandemic is not over yet, and we're all still trying to understand what this all means. However, for all that we have heard and read about these changes, we still need to rethink our narrative and reflect more deeply about our days and nights, losses and gains, tears and smiles during these times. These reflections take time and require careful sifting through our memories, thoughts, and emotions, alongside study of data and expert analysis. We think, and we hope you will too. That analyzing the stories we are telling about the pandemic is important. Understanding the ways in which different leaders and experts are trying to persuade us to think and behave differently about or because of the pandemic will help to prepare us to face the unpredictable future ahead of us. So, welcome to the Voices Through the Mask podcast, a production by students at Emory University and David Morgan's New Media Writing Class. We may need to speak through our mask to create this podcast, but we think we've got useful things to say about where we've been and where we are headed. My name is Jessica Wang, and I am the producer for today's episode of Voices Through the Mask. Also, alongside me today is my assistant producer Samantha Lin. The title of today's episode is "An International Perspective: America is Failing the Exam on Stopping the COVID." After another violent round of increasing infections. Hospitalizations and deaths caused by the highly contagious Delta variant. The number of deaths from COVID-19 in the United States surpassed 70,000 in October 2021. Right now, the U.S. has the highest number of COVID-19 cases, and it has more deaths from COVID-19 than any other country in the world. Although the first outbreak of the pandemic started in Wuhan, China, in November 2019, with effective measures and public health practice, China currently has minimal domestically transmitted COVID-19 cases. On October 18, 2021, China reported nine new domestically transmitted COVID-19 cases. On the other hand, The U.S. has around 122,000 daily COVID cases. So, what's causing this huge numerical discrepancy? According to a recent study, not seeing COVID-19 as a threat and lack of trust on vaccine are two of the major reasons for vaccine hesitancy in the United States. As of this episode's release, only around 57% of the United States is fully vaccinated, 
while in China, 74.8% of the whole population are fully vaccinated, and 82.5% of Chinese citizens has received at least one vaccine dose. Today, we are going to interview a group of international students who are studying in the United States to see how their hometown's response to the pandemic and their attitudes toward COVID and concerns while studying abroad during the pandemic. Where are you from? Where do you go to school? I'm from the east part of China, and I go to school in North Carolina at Chapel Hill. Um, I'm from Nanjing, China. I'm currently a sophomore at university in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm from South Korea, Seoul, and currently I'm going to Emory University. I come from Shanghai, China, and I go to Emory. So, can you please describe the COVID nineteen situation in your hometown? In my hometown, everyone has a QR code that the government used to track、uh, where they go. And we usually need a green QR code to get into any public places that we want to go. And if we go to any places with COVID nineteen cases, the QR code will turn into yellow or red, and then we will need to quarantine ourselves for at least fourteen to twenty eight days. Generally, in China, people take this thing very seriously, especially、um, in twenty twenty, where people like they follow the mask mandate and. We have some kind of、um, multiple times of lockdowns、um, in my hometown.、Um, about July, there was like this kind of increase in、um, COVID cases due to the Delta variant, and those days were pretty intense. And pretty much the entire city got screening tests for like five to six times. In my hometown, it's not that severe. We have less than like hundred people. A day,、um, who got tested pos- positive? Um, I think generally people are still afraid of COVID and adhere to the policies strictly. And the government especially pay attention to the travel among provinces. And people need to report their travel records and follow rigid quarantine policies. Knowing that the United States has the highest confirmed cases of COVID nineteen among other countries and the spread of the Delta variant, do you have any concerns? And how do you feel when you arrive at the campus? Before I come to the U.S., I'm definitely really concerned about the high number that the.、Uh, The U.S. have every day.、So、after I arrived at school, I found that a lot of people don't really wear masks outside of the building, and a lot. Some of the people don't even wear masks when they're in the building. So I'm actually like really concerned about their health and about if the COVID nineteen is spreading worse in the campus when after I arrived. At U.S., so I do feel like it's such a concern. I'm just doing whatever I can. I'm wearing masks all the day, all the time, and I'm、uh, very frequently sanitizing my hands and my belongings. I actually do because even though that、um, there are more cases that people got tested positive for COVID than back in my hometown, people don't wear. Mask and think really sensitive about this issue than people do back in my hometown. So I feel really worried, like, cause we have like a lot of 
large amount of people gathering and that really worries me because I feel like it's going to spread easily because people are getting together like in a really huge amount of number but they're not wearing masks and yeah that's what I worry most about. Um, How do you think it is different to study abroad during the pandemic versus domestic students? Uh, So it's definitely easier for domestic students to go back home. And if, for example, I want to go back to China right now, I will need to have quarantined myself for 14 days before I departure. And then I need to test for test for negativity before to before the flight in like two days in advance. And then I need to test for the IgM antibody if I tested positive because of any uh, vaccine that I get. Uh, I will need to test more, just have more tests to go back to China. And then I will need to quarantine for like a month in China. So it's making uh, going back home harder for the international students, I think. Um, I think it definitely makes me feel more foreign than I'm supposed to feel. Like, I feel like, say I'm in a I'm with a room full of people and they're not wearing masks and I'm wearing masks I feel like I am more of an an outsider um compared to like the Native American students you know like different countries have different like medical approaches to like this COVID situation and because we're like transitioning from like our home country to like U.S. We're changing a lot of like stuff that we're like accustomed to. So like, um, I don't have a support system here. Like my family is not here with me. So like, so if I like the chance of getting COVID and everything, it scares me more. And I think it's like, I'm like getting more scared and concerned about it and having more risk than like the domestic students because while they're in technically in the same country and you're like have been living here in this country so you're like culturally more like accustomed to it so like when any COVID related situation happens you you know that it was gonna happen like in a certain way but like for me and like the other international students we were accustomed in like the home countries, you know, way of dealing with COVID, but like coming here, it changes a lot. So we're like afraid of like the uncertainty and everything. So I think it's really different. What do you feel when seeing people on the campus not wearing a mask? I feel really um, scared and i concerned about the house um, on the campus overall. So people just coughing and sneezing in the Uh, classroom sometimes with a mask and sometimes without a mask so I feel like uh, it's a really scary situation to see. I think they should but it's not required so I I guess they have every right to not do so if they're vaccinated but I personally I would still appreciate people wearing masks and I would uh, for the most times wear a mask even if I'm outdoors. Indoors, I don't, I really care like when people don't wear their masks properly indoors because I feel like it's not just for them, but it's for the safety of other people and they're not respecting that. Like there are some people who wear masks, but they're not covering their nose. And I just feel like, well, 
it's okay if you don't really think seriously about your health and it's not really my business to think about that but it's affecting other people and they should respect other people's health and like how concerned they're about their health and I think um you know seeing them not wearing masks it just makes me really uncomfortable well I have to say when I first uh seeing people wearing no masks, I was confused because I saw that like everyone should adhere to the school policies and wearing a mask, which is responsible for themselves and for all the other people. Any thoughts on the school's policy on COVID-19? Uh, I think students are quarantined only for 10 days after they get tested. Um, I don't think it's enough because a lot of people getting out from the quarantine still are coughing and still have some symptoms of COVID-19. But I'm thinking that could be something. Um, I think Emory has done like a good job so far, but I do think that the school needs to like have some more progressive screening efforts than it's currently have. There's like no pressure from the school to like regulate vaccinated students from taking um, periodic screening and I don't think that's I don't I don't think that's smart because every time I go to a class I always hear people coughing I know it's not always COVID but that makes me feel less secured and they're not going to report themselves and they're just going to be you know a hazard in the population and I, I I don't think I don't think it's fair for other people who's been like you know doing whatever they can to keep everyone safe. Based on this international student's perspectives, the attitudes and reactions of some Americans toward COVID-19, such as not wearing a mask and refusing to be vaccinated, seem irresponsible for themselves and others' health. Most of our interviewee believes that properly and constantly wearing a mask during the pandemic is not only an action of protecting themselves from getting sick, but also respectful and necessary actions for others and the whole community. During this challenging time, hundreds of thousands of lives have been lost, and the coronavirus presents us with the greatest threat to our health and economy. Things don't have to be this way with the constant COVID spread and increasing number of deaths in the U.S. It is the time that people in the U.S. should wake up and start to behave responsibly. If you want to hear more about the reasoning behind vaccine hesitancies in the America and convincing people to take the vaccine, check out our other episode, Trust is the Key to Vaccine Hesitancy. That concludes today's episode. I would like to thank our interviewees for sharing their feelings with us today and our line producer, I see Wang for helping us out with this episode.